Hello all, this is Blonde Haired Girl. I am coming to you today from Paris. I am in Paris, France. I've been here for um, not even really that many hours. Um, it's just been, it hasn't even been 24 hours uh, that I've been here. I um I've had an extraordinarily challenging day. I am completely exhausted, but I wanted to do this before I go to sleep. <laughs> and I'm hoping to like really crash and and sleep for a few hours. And wake up tomorrow just really refreshed. The day itself it just has not I guess I would say, like, met my expectations. I've been planning this trip, I want to say, at least three months. I mean, like, having this expectation that I'm coming here. And I had picked the hotel room because it's a, um, I guess, a, a hotel resort chain, I don't like the word chain, but I don't know what else to use, that I frequent quite a bit. And I've, I, it's been really fun on some of my, like my airline and my hotel, I've like, kind of gone up and, and in like, I don't know, like I'm a silver on the airline, which I have, it'd be cool to be a gold, but a silver got me an upgrade on the way here to extra leg room, which, I mean, it was fine. <laughs> Just kind of makes me laugh. Um, I don't know if it was really extra leg room. But on the international flight, I I wasn't able to do that. And it was actually a really great flight. And I felt like I had just enough room. I I, I was perfectly happy on that flight. Uh, and I thought the airplane was really great. And I had an electric outlet to charge up my cell phone. Because that was one of the things that happened on this trip that was pretty distressing to me. And that was that I forgot my cell phone charger. Uh, which is not something that I normally would do. But I did. I forgot it. And I don't. I didn't have a backup. Or at least I don't think I have a backup. <laughs> And, uh, and so that, <clears throat> so all these things went just awry today, uh, just one thing after another, just kind of went not the way that I would have thought it had gone or planned. And I was, I was really fighting this, just this like desire for my brain to just like say, you know, oh, this sucks why did I come? I just, you know, what am I doing here? You know, just to go down that, that avenue that I go down sometimes, uh, when things don't seem to be going the way that I want them to. <clears throat> but I ended the evening pretty, pretty nicely. And, and I'm, I'm getting ready to go to bed because I'm, I'm just so tired. But I went to um, a museum today, 
uh, I, I've actually been to Paris a couple of times before. And I had been to this museum, the Museum d'Orsay. And I didn't, it's like kind of right across the street from the Louvre. And I was thinking maybe tomorrow I will go to the Louvre. I don't know. But I actually prefer the Museum d'Orsay to the Louvre. Um, And the Museum d'Orsay has the Impressionists. And back when, when the first time I went to Europe, I had just taken a class where I had learned about the Impressionists. And so it was like the coolest thing to be standing in front of Monet's Remoirs, um, two of the, you know, uh, Van Gogh. Um, I didn't think Van Gogh was French, but I guess maybe I'm completely wrong. <laughs> but maybe it's not all French paintings that they have in the Museum d'Orsay that I went to today. But I was really excited to go, and I and I went, and I was I was standing in front of these paintings, and I was. I was thinking about like like some of them it was like some of them like looked like a photograph. I mean like truly like a photograph like it was so lifelike and perfect. And then others looked like I don't know rudimentary. Like I I, I don't know and it, it it got me to wondering like what is the difference between a successful painter and one that is seemingly unsuccessful? Because there's a whole lot of artists out there. A whole lot of really talented people in the world. And what, and what makes the difference between the one that excels? Like Van Gogh. <laughs> Except I was standing in front of one of his where... There were these stars. It wasn't Starry Night, but it was another one. I was looking, and it was like it was like strange in this just really weird way. I mean, he makes stars like no one else. I mean, no one else makes stars like he did. And so I, I, I get to like thinking about. Like, what? what is it? You know, and most of these painters, I mean, well, I'm just going to talk just about Van Gogh. You know, he basically died in obscurity, and now his paintings are worth millions. But when he was alive, nobody cared about his artwork. And, and I just think that's interesting. Like, I don't, I don't quite understand... Um, that, (laughs) frankly, like, why after his death did he become famous? And this, and this idea of just people and profit, you know, and and that somebody wanting profit profited off of his artwork. And and it is just kind of what people are willing to pay drives the market. But I got to thinking about, because I, I paint a little bit. 
and I was I was looking at these paintings and I was trying to figure out like what materials they used. If I don't think I saw any watercolors today. I mean, I could be wrong, but they seemed mostly like acrylic and some of the acrylic was heavier than others and and then I think I finally figured it out, but there's I was walking along. I I don't know how to say it, but like this the sin the scene river and there's all these boxes these metal boxes that are lining the the walls of the river where people walk and then I think I finally figured out that these boxes are rented by artists and and people who are selling their goods on this on this walk <laughs> and there were some there were some that were just really great <laughs> and so here i am you know it's it's just on on this journey on this process of of creating a life and and i And, I, and I'm back here again, you know, in this place that I've talked about before. I did this podcast, you know, it's coming on a year ago where I said, if I build it, will he come? And and while I, I, I really feel like I, I am in just so many ways just living, just kind of living right now, just, you know, and it's not that there's anything like really bad with my life. I mean, I, I am pretty genuinely happy a lot of the time. <clears throat> and, <laughs> and I go back to this idea of, of people who claim, you know, I don't know if they claim it, but they just talk about this idea of enlightenment and one of the things about enlightenment is 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 the giving up of of desire the giving up of need of and i got to tell you i I've, I've done this like so many different ways i mean i've i've gone out with expectancy i've gone out without expectancy i've 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 tried it i've tried all the hacks I've done all of the journaling. I've done the meditating. I've done the gratitude. I've, you know. And 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 the and the truth is is that I just. It just kind of feels like like the stars align and something happens. Just the stars align and then just something happens like something, miraculous, something wonderful. Happens. Sometimes. And this and this argument, you know, that that and I was talking to this lady recently and she just really was. She was just, you know, that people are in their their frequencies. Some people are just 
you know, and a frequency of, of health and of good things. And some people just aren't. I've tried to stay away from that because I don't want to get into any kind of like spiritual pride or, but I don't know. It just feels so that I, God, I just don't get it. I mean, I really don't because I believe in the benevolence and the goodness of God so much that there has to be a reason. There has to be a reason why something doesn't come into my physicality. There has to, and I I don't understand it. I don't have the proper viewpoint on this thing. But I also feel like some of the greatest joy in my life has been the desire for something and the receiving of it. And I've had some pretty big ones. I'm going to just tell you one of them. And that was that I'd had my son and I, I really, really wanted a daughter. I did. I wanted a daughter. And it's not that if I had had another son that there would have been a problem. But I mean, I I just really wanted a daughter. I just really did. And I, and I read this book, How to Choose the Sex of Your Baby. And so I was very methodological about the whole thing. And when I found out she was a girl, I was so incredibly happy. And then my third child was very unexpected, and and I didn't care. I didn't care if he was a she or a he. I didn't really care. I had this, this vision and this feeling that he was a boy, but I didn't. It didn't matter to me. But my daughter, you know, and throughout my life, I mean, she's just been such a special relationship. <laughs> I remember when she was, I want to say about eight. She may have been seven. She was seven or eight. She was in about the second grade or third grade or something. And I used to, I used to watch TV, like an hour of TV before I went to bed. And I would lay on this sofa and she would lay on my side I'd be laying on my side on the sofa and she would lay on my side and fall asleep and I would put her to bed every night. And I don't put her to bed anymore, obviously, but I'm so glad that I was given that gift. And so many gifts that I've been given in my life. I mean, just the fact that I'm in Paris to begin with is such a blessing. And I'm I'm really, really hoping tomorrow will be a better day for me. But I think I think that that instead of us going against the nature of the desire. So instead of going against that and saying, oh, well, I'm going to relinquish desire 
so that I can end the suffering in my life. So I'm just going to relinquish desire. Instead of like attempting to even do that, embracing it as in so many ways a gift. It's like, I, I got to tell you something. The, the, the not knowing, the unknown with this certain thing is, is really better than the known that I've ever had in my life. The things I think in my imagination, when I just dream about it and I imagine it, and I have so much gratitude about it, And I love that dream. And I believe in it. As sure as I'm sitting here, I believe in that dream. And I've been whining, complaining, rejoicing, being happy. I've been just all over. And I've shared all of this with you all. But I... I, and and I have tried. I've tried to not have the desire. And so I don't know what's going to happen. I just know that the dream of it, it I guess, is enough. Even though sometimes I, I have moments like today. Well, I think the really big part for me of of the unhappiness, even though I didn't want to mention it, I didn't want to to like face it, is that I'm alone. I'm here alone again. And by myself, I'm I'm just and I, and I knew I was coming by myself. I mean, I, I mean, I did, but I would hope that someday I wouldn't be alone, and I would be able to share. Standing in front of one of Van Gogh's paintings and admiring the stars because he makes them like no other, with someone else, I just think it would be so nice to just hold someone's hand. Kiss someone's shoulder. <laughs> and so, <clears throat> I may get back with y'all tomorrow. I don't know. I've been doing a lot of um, posting on my other social media. So you can always find me there. I've, I've been trying to post more. And I posted a little bit about all of this today. But anyway, I appreciate you listening, and I'll be back with other ideas. And that's a wrap.